to the A-Show here on CKCC Radio, and things are already absurd. And do you know why they're absurd? Because, because Black Rapper is going to have New Jack pull a gun on PCO and shoot him and fucking kill him. Yeah, <laughs> Jack's going to shoot PCO. <laughs> and who would have witnessed this? From the, uh, what did I call it, Chris? Uh, criti- critically acknowledged Pod Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ed Cody is here. Hello, hello, Ed. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Very excited. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, This has already been fantastic. No, man, once I heard that Joe Sposo pushing a draft show, I was all in. Like, this was a thing we would get drunk and do on WrestleMania weekends. Like, before we'd go to, like, some Ring of Honor show, we'd have, like, two hours to kill, and we'd just draft rosters. And see who could oh, put on man. a better show because we're that big of dorks. And like, this is right in my alley. <laughs> the one time I was at Ring of Honor hours before a show, um, all of my friends were very drunk and playing a game they made up in the parking lot called Hooker Shoe Toss. <laughs> what? So, Hooker Shoe Toss was a game where they found a high heel in the parking lot of the Philadelphia Guard Armory. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to toss it heel down into a sewer grate. Oh, okay. To make it stand up. And that was hooker shoe toss. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it's press conference real quick. Um, was this uh, the debut of Matt Turner on a Ring of Honor show? Yes, it was. It was before oh. that show. Oh, my God. So it was before the afternoon show, um, the day of the Midnight Express reunion yes. at, at the Guard Armory. I know this because you've only discussed going to one Ring of Honor show in your whole life. And I'm like, it's, it's that one. And in my head, I'm like, well, you've probably been to a lot more. And it's like, no, there was the one. <laughs> I've been to two. I went to an HD net taping at the ECW Arena once, too. No, Really? Because a friend of mine worked for the printing company that printed the tickets. So I wound up with free tickets. That HGNet show is wild because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing that first week. And they mic'd oh, the ref like UFC. Is, and I heard what is like. HGNet? HGNet is what Access is now. No, that's HDNet. Like Home and Garden Network is not doing the ROH show. They could have been. Oh, uh oh. Oh, man, Matt, I'm not going to spoil Dynamite for you. Please don't, because I won't see it till tomorrow. Big, <laughs> big, uh, big surprise going to happen. With, uh, well, you'll just have to watch. God, I, uh, hope it's, I hope it's Braun Strowman so bad. 
no, he's gonna he's doing that. What's it called? Like a nightmare fuel show? Like or like it all falls down or something? <laughs> like the Ransom? No, it's what it's like the it's Cardona show. It's a cinematic match or something. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I know about yeah. this. I, I I don't know about this, but I don't know if I do want to know about this. I just remembered the time that Goldberg had a show about muscle cars, and it was on for like three episodes. They're like, wait a minute, why are we spending money on this? And they got rid of it. Nick Foley did robot fighting. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. he did. <laughs> Nick, Nick Foley is a big Knobles enthusiast. <laughs> I think um, about that anytime I'm at this uh, anime convention, Colossal Con, they bring in like little tiny robot fightings, and I'm always like, uh, they should bring in a little tiny Mick Foley to commentate it. <laughs> nobody gets it. But, like, I do, and that's all that really matters. They bring in Dewey Foley, and Foley's <laughs> like, Dewey Foley is a six-year-old boy, you son of a bitch! And he's like, Dad, I'm in my 20s now. <laughs> the, uh, so he's, the, uh, he's the head writer for 205 Live, whatever that means. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. Like, I don't know what you're writing, your two matches a day. You're like, like, that's good, I guess. There's more matches that I'm, you know, booking for uh, WWE. <laughs> So I heard a story listening to Pod Van Dam that you have a limited edition 205 <laughs> Live baseball hat. Is this true? Yeah, I have a 205 Live snapback that Pad got me for my birthday and had to order from, like, Europe. <laughs> oh, that's all. It's a snapback? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Jelly. Uh, referee Jake Clevens, who worked on 205 Live, said that he's never seen another one ever in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Jake seemed pretty jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm jealous that he could have he could have had the opportunity to steal those 205 live track seats from somebody, and he chose not to. And I think knowing now how it all turned out, I think he would have chose to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only like memorabilia that nobody else has is I have concert tickets for the Family Values tour in 2000. That I didn't go to because I was 14, and my dad said, "You're not going to the Nassau Coliseum to see Limp Bizkit." <gasps> so, yeah, I was a little upset. I Famous meat band, Limp Bizkit. Yeah, I was. I was really. I really wanted to go really bad. I wanted off a of K Rock in New York, and uh, my mom was uh, was on the radio. But I when I won it, she's like, "You won!" And the radio DJ was like, "Is that your mom?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then he goes. Is she hot? And I'm like, I just won Limp Biscuit's concert tickets. So I was like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's only at that point I realized what I had said. <laughs> For the entire tri-state area to hear. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, go ahead, hook up with my mom. <laughs> You're giving me tickets to see Limp Biscuit. Whatever, go ahead. <laughs> so we had it mentioned... Was- Pod Van Dam briefly, and um, that'll be a nice segue into allowing Ed to introduce himself. Hi, I'm Ed. <laughs> I'm, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like historically bad at this part of like every podcast I've ever been on. I don't really know how to do this, and I've asked Jonah several times to write out a little script for me, and he's never done it. How about we have? How about we give you some icebreaker questions? Like, yeah. Like what? Would, like what was your first? Uh, like what was the first make and model of your car? Oh, my first car is an '86 Cutlass C. Uh, what's your 
mother's maiden name? Um, I actually don't know. It's my grandpa's last name. <laughs> what, Chris? Are you your... like try? Are you trying to like steal his <laughs> password? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask what his dad's middle name was. Oh, what was know. your high school mascot? <laughs> what was your second grade teacher's name? What was the first concert you ever went to? <laughs> oh man, which never counts. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. I was like, what is your credit score? <laughs> so so Ed's on a podcast called Pod Van Dam. Yeah. Uh, Ed Ed is a controversial Twitter um person <laughs> at I, times. I guess that's true. I don't think it's too uh controversial, but I don't know. Because like normal people aren't usually the ones that get mad. It's usually the, these weirdo WWE Abbies and like they don't count as real people, so I don't <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, if Sasha Banks or Liv Morgan is your avatar, you are you are not a real person. Like, I know mine is also a cartoon, but it's a cartoon of me. So, no, I think that's I, fine. Uh, it's nice to have made a friend. <laughs> like, when I, like I, I, that's something that I think about. I'm like, man, like, all you, all you dudes that walk around that have, like, yeah, like the, the Sasha Banks, you know, with, as the thirst trap as your freaking thing and half, half your, uh, half your, tweets are just like you replying to like porn stars being like i think you're amazing and i'm like get the <laughs> fuck out of here dude that's and what like what do they think is the success rate of tweeting a porn star to like have sex with a porn star it's can't like, it can't it's zero percent DMs and be like you know what i think you're really sincere what's your <laughs> phone number <laughs> do you want to come over right now we tried to uh we tried to get a former adult star on as a guest before and she said to get a hold of her and your email and she'd be glad to and then she never got back to us. I said I think she checked my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we'll 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 talk more about Pod Van Dam in the uh I'm sure throughout the show. Joe told us that this uh Joe Sposto, who our tournament of champions is now named after. Yeah. Um the the drafter weight title. <laughs> um when I told him that we had you booked for this ad, he just laughed. <laughs> yeah. I just want to do Joe proud. I'm sure you will. Um on your chosen topic of nineteen ninety seven WWF. Yeah. So, Which so here's... apparently we apparently we both were gonna go with the same uh draft uh idea of Drafting all of Kayantai. Sadly, yeah. Kayantai, not in 1997. No, that was 98. Um, I went and double-checked because I was like, this roster's proud. They were wrong about a couple things. So I'll just go check and like, nope, that was 98. So sad. So what we're going to do is we're all going to draft from 1997 WWF. Uh, Ed will go first as the guest. And then it's my turn to go second and Chris's turn to go third. Okay. Um, so we draft until we have full rosters to have a full card. Round seven, and if I don't say this properly, oh, I'm you're, going you're, to hear about get, it again. Yeah, you're going to get some legal letters in the mail. Uh, is the Adam Van Special. <laughs> which is the wild card. Because <laughs> he is the wild card of the mail. 
that, <laughs> you are, you're um, not wrong. I'm on the Joe Sposto side. I just want to be that to be clear of that episode with Joe and Adam. I'm on the Joe Sposto side where I think that was all completely ridiculous and I was getting frustrated listening to it. <laughs> like Adam's show gave me anxiety. Oh, well, just wait for two weeks from now. Yeah. Um, when we have the feud of the summer coming to a conclusion. Oh, we'll talk about that later. You hold him to the rules this time. You make him work within the rules, all right? There's rules for a reason. <laughs> this, this is not, what, what does it say? This, this is, is not Vietnam. Vietnam. This is this is podcasting. There are rules. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam Van special round seven, which is the wild card. He could draft anybody from any other promotion that was active in the year 1997. Um, you could draft tag team, six man, stable. If you draft people together, you have to use them together. And then there is the stepdad's rule after the fact, which is two trades, up to two trades. Yes. And the Jason Diagostino rule, which is the unrestricted free agents at the end. Okay. Oh man. Which after, after, uh, the NFL to put in their 53 man rosters, uh, today. And so, like, everybody getting claimed off waivers, I was like, ah, unrestricted free agents. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. And um, don't think I, – I listen to the show. I just can't remember rules because uh, my brain is burnt. How do championships work? Oh. Claim them. Yeah. Claim them. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Unlike Mike Skyros, who had a show full of title matches, though he drafted no title belts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I listened back to him, I'm like, wait a minute. Mike didn't draft a single belt, but he had exclusively title matches. <laughs> I'm, also very, I'm also very bad at drafting champions. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's something that I want to try to change, but I, I, I make no promises. <laughs> and if you draft someone with a belt, that belt is off the table then. Yeah. And you have that belt on that person. You could also draft a belt if it were vacant during the year. And the the belt then counts as a draft pick. So, like, the world title was vacant. You could draft just the world title. Got it. Yes. Um, also, I won two in a row because I won the TNA 2007 episode. I can't believe that. I, I can't for you. I can't fucking believe that. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. It 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 was um I I felt I did well and wacky at the same time. All right, and well. Let, let's see what this week brings. Ed, you are up. <laughs> okay, first pick. I really kick myself if I don't take him. I gotta take Mick Foley. Okay. Um. So that question. gets me all that gives me all of the alter egos, right? Uh, 97, he was definitely dude love. Uh-huh, and he was Mankind earlier in the year, and he ended the year as Cactus Jack. Then yes. Okay. Who would have thought Ed, who was on yeah. Between the Sheets talking about the night dude love debuted, picked <laughs> Mick Foley? It was much better talking to Bix about it than Mick Foley, who did not enjoy hearing about it. Wait, like David Bixon span Bix? Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That was the hashtag. That was the yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. That was the picture. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you got it, man. I didn't know you got it. Yeah. I, I've, had a, I've had a long summer. Oh, a couple weeks ago. You should go listen to it. I'm going to check that out now. That's awesome. <laughs> that brings the, the draft to me, and I'm going to pick D-Generation X, being Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and China. So you got to use them together, though. Yes, I do. Okay. 
that leads me to my next, and I'm going to take with the WF title, Bret Hart. Oh, no. What will I do without Bret Hart on my show? Well, let's find out because you're up. <laughs> my second pick, I'm going to draft with the Intercontinental title, Owen Hart. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I am going to take... Oh, I guess that means that I can't draft that tag team now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take, with the tag titles, the Legion of Doom. God damn it, shit. God damn it, shit. <laughs> that, oh, man, that messes up my whole card. <laughs> Success. <laughs> my entire card. All right, okay. I'm, taking a, I'm taking as a tag team um, Big Daddy Cool Diesel and Kane. Big Daddy Cool Diesel and Kane? They're the same person. You don't know that. Yes. (laughs) You actually just kind of fucked my main event. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. But it's okay. I will rebound. Ed, you're up in round three. Okay. Round three. um, I am going to take... With the European Championship, British Bulldog. All right. And I'm going to take Takamichinoko. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite part, just the damn it. Oh, oh shit. I had a really good match planned for him, too. Oh, man. All right. One second here. I uh, just closed down my phone. All right. Uh, with the light heavyweight title, can I take Brian Christopher? Is uh, Did he, he have a was... heavyweight title thing? He was never champ. Taka was the champ from like ninety seven to like almost ninety nine. Oh frig. Um, okay. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Chainsaw Charlie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Alright, Ed. Alright. So you guys are ruined my entire card. So the strategy from this point is just get people and then make a card after. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, I've never won. I've never won, but that's how you do it. I'm going to go with Vader. God damn it. All right. Well, I am going to take Ken Shamrock. Oh, man. Shit. I'm going to take the Godwins. You do that. I was a big fan of the Godwins. Okay. Am I up? Yeah, you are. I was going to say, are we already... To that point yeah. where you're like, shit, what am I going to okay. do? <laughs> uh, no, I got this. Uh, number five, I'm going to take Sid. Yeah. Keep, keep him away from my wild card. <laughs> I'm going to take Rocky Maivia. I'm going to take the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> I just tried to write Tonk on my uh, uh, on my notes app for iPhone, and, said, and it autocorrected through the Honky Stink Man. <laughs> <laughs> It's not wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, which is fucking amazing. Round six, we go to Ed. Okay. I'm going to take uh, the New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn and Road Dog. All right. I am going to take Blackjack Bradshaw. I'm going to take Jerry Lawler. You can take him. <laughs> By all Nobody means. Likes, I, like, I'm the only person that likes Lawler. Sir, he is all yours. And that brings us to the wild card round. The Adam Van special, excuse me. I had a really good one planned for this. And I can't do it now because somebody took Taka. 
So it could be anybody that wrestled ninety seven, right? Yeah. Hayabusa. Not bad. That's a pretty good one. With mine, I take Rey Mysterio. That's uh, <laughs> so I uh, <laughs> I, I went through I went through the um the PWI five hundred. Do you know Mark Mest is on there? Are you taking Mark Mest? <laughs> no. But I thought about it. Mark's a I, real good guy. <laughs> Mark is a great guy. But it's it's still like, oh, I could pick Mark Mest. <laughs> That's great. But instead I'm uh, gonna take uh Ken Kobashi. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the honky talk man against Kenta Kobashi. Next up is Ed. All right, number eight pick. I got to go with my dude, the artist formerly known as Gold Dust. I am going to take the entire Truth Commission. <laughs> oh, Recon too? Damn it. Yep, Recon, Sniper, Kurgan, and Jackal. We go off this list specifically. This is th- I feel like there's not a lot of people on this list. I am going to take Brian Pillman. That's a good pick. Yeah, <laughs> not Brian Pullman. <laughs> Bill Pullman. <laughs> I'm going to pick the President of the United States from Independence Day. <laughs> so it's back to Ed. I got a plan for this. All right. I'm going to take Jeff Jarrett. All right. I am going to take Mark Merrow. You're my property. <laughs> Not till 98. <laughs> no, I started in 97. started in 97. Yeah, man. Tom Brandy wasn't taking that shit. They made Mark Merrill feud with Tom Brady. Tom Brady takes a lot of shit, like the match before intermission, so he can go sell stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. I'm going to take Bob Backlund. <laughs> this is amazing. I don't know where Chris is going with this, but this Yo, is incredible. Me, me neither, brother. I'm basically just going to put like a Northeast wrestling show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed, it is up to you. I will be taking with 10th pick the Headbangers. I'm going to take Ahmed Johnson. You know, you're looking here and it's like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm going to take Farouk Assad. Okay. I'm going to say this name and I can't believe no one said it yet. So if I'm wrong and somebody did, correct me, right? Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin's still on the board. Yes. Austin's still on the board. All right, so now I need to do some looking at this roster <laughs> because, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, they all went really quick. Yeah. I will be taking with my next pick. Wow, there is not much left. <laughs> yep. Hold on. Oh, wow, no, this is this is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Furnace and Lafon. I'm going to take with him uh, breaking his Lloyd's of London contract, Rick Rude. Because I didn't take him with DX. Good call. Back to Ed. Has anyone taken Savio Vega yet? <laughs> Not yet. Wouldn't be a WWF show without Savio Vega. I was almost going to take him as my third pick just to keep popping everybody, but I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Next, I will take... Let me just look here. That's a match. That's a match. That's a match. That's a match. I'm trying to make sure I have faces and heels lined up. 
Okay, so what do I have? Like five so far? Not that you know, because you're not looking at my sheet or anything. I can't believe still on the board. Let me just look here real quick because I'm keeping track of everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Undertaker. Damn, I was hoping that you were gonna forget because I just remembered and I was like, oh, well, if I can't have the Undertaker, I gotta take the second best here. I'm gonna take Tito Santana. Oh, that's the second best. Aruba. Hmm. That picture of Terry Gordy is fucking hilarious. <laughs> is it AEW roster hilarious with like the awful editing? No, this is Terry Gordy under the hood as the executioner hilarious. Oh, I'm looking at it. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna have to take man, there's not a lot of people left. Um Jake Roberts. Okay. I'm going to take my commentary team of Vince McMahon and it's too bad someone already took Bob Backlund. <laughs> um, yes, that's shame. Because that would have been hilarious. Vince McMahon and well, Pat Patterson. I'm looking to see who could be the wackiest person here. Hey, is Recon Bull Buchanan? Yes. I didn't know that. And he will do commentary with Doc Hendricks. There you go. I've already committed myself that this is going to be a spot show, so I'm not having a commentary team. So my next pick is going to be Head Tattoo Crush. (laughs) (laughs) Not my favorite crush. My favorite crush is uh, Grape Splash Crush. There's... There's Hawaiian Hawaiian Punch Crush, then there was Grape Splash Crush, there's Head Tattoo Crush, and then he's in Chronic. No, then he's in the NWO. And then? Then I think he died, right? <laughs> then he's Macho Man's bodyguard during his rap career. Oh, and then he dies. <laughs> he, he took a bullet from Macho Man, I do believe, right? That's What? Hulk Hogan? Died? Yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan came, shot at the Macho Man. And Crush took a bullet for him, like a good bodyguard. It's a hero. See, this is what happens when you raise someone's ire and say you're going <laughs> to kick them in the butt and wash their mouth out with soap. Exactly. And who, who do you have next? I will be taking my commentary team with this pick, and it is Gorilla Monsoon and Jim Cornette. Gorilla is also near death at this point. I'm taking Jeff Jarrett. I already did. Um, oh. And it's not even your turn. Yeah. <laughs> There's two problems here. That's like that's like when you try to make a password and it's like you didn't put a capital letter and you didn't use a special character. <sighs> Just for that, I'm taking Flash Funk. It's not related, but it it works. Well, then I'm gonna take uh, according to his profile picture. This is like this looks like the the rappers that would be on Nickelodeon in 1997. Like uh, I'm gonna take Mark Henry. Like all that Mark Henry. He's on the roster here on the Sully.org page, so I'm going to take him. Uh, I'm going to take Yokozuna. Okay. I don't see Yoko anywhere. I think I need just one more person, and that one person is going to be... You know, you already have one blackjack. I know, but I I have a reason for having a blackjack. (laughs) And unfortunately, it's not going to be a host match with Vader like I wanted. Thanks, Ed. No problem. <laughs> I'm going to take Brian. Uh, did you take Brian Christopher? No, you didn't, Chris. So I'm no, going to. 
I'm gonna take Jim Neidhart, not Jum Neidhart. Or like the oh, or like the solely that org page says, Jim the Andville. Andville. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple um, misspellings on that page. And by a couple, I mean like 20 in every month. <laughs> Ed, you're up. I'm going to go with, I guess, yeah, I guess he, I was going to argue this. I'm like, I don't think this guy counts, but he's on here. Mr. Monday Night, Ravi and Dam. All right. I'm done. Uh, I'm going to get Sergeant Slaughter. The person's back to Ed if he needs anyone else. I think I need one more person. Let me look this over real quick. One more. Um. Oh wow, there's like nobody left. Um. <laughs> I, this is the best part when you get to round seventeen and there's like literally no one left. Yeah, and I need like I only need one person, but I'm looking at it. Fuck it, I'm gonna take Max Mini. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take D'Lo Brown. Right. So Ed, you're out then. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. Chris, you need anybody else? No. I'm good. All right. So now, I was going as long as he was going. So now we open the door to trades. Ed, go ahead and list off your roster. I don't know if Chris kept track of yours. Okay. I have Mick Foley, Owen Hart with the Intercontinental title, the British Bulldog with the European title, Vader, Sid, the New Age Outlaws, Hayabusa, the artist formerly known as Goldust, Jeff Jarrett, the Headbangers, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Savio Vega, Jake Roberts, Gorilla Monsoon, and James Cornette, Yokozuna, RVD, and Max Mini. I, uh, what is your attachment to Jeff Jarrett? Uh, none. <laughs> uh, do you, would you trade Jeff Jarrett for Tito Santana? No. I, I value him more than Tito Santana, sadly. What about Tito Santana and Mark Henry? I'm going to give you a little inside baseball here. I'm going to need somebody funnier to squash. How about Bob Backlund? Nope, she's not doing it. Sorry, I really hate Jeff Jarrett, so the idea of just him embarrassing him is <laughs> doing a lot. I said not. I don't value him a lot. I value the idea of embarrassing him a lot. What about Bret Hart, the WWE? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I loved him. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was, uh, that, was, that was worth a shot. So I am interested in Vader. Mm-hmm. And here's who I have. All of DX minus Rick Rude. Mm-hmm. LOD with the tag titles. Taka. Mm-hmm. Ken Shamrock. Rocky Maivia. Bradshaw. Rey Mysterio. The Truth Commission in full. Mark Merrow. Ahmed Johnson. Furnace and Lafon, The Undertaker. Vince McMahon and Doc Hendricks. Flash Funk. And Brian Christopher. Man, I really want Vader, but I also really want Taka and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> well, no, you, you you can't have Taka and Rey Mysterio for the reasons that I have Taka and Rey Mysterio. I understand. That's why I want Taka and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the exact same thought there. <laughs> so, no, I, yeah, I got I to gotta keep Vader. I got too good of a match plan for Vader. Okay, so that's who's squashing Jeff Jarrett. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, would you like to go over your list in case um, Ed would like anything from you? Uh, sure. Give me one moment here because my my phone is being a uh, turd. Okay. So I have Bret Hart, WF title, uh, the tag team of uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel and Kane, 
Chainsaw Charlie, Godwins, The Honky Tonk Man, Jerry Lawler, Rick Rude, Farouk, Tito Santana, Ken Kobashi, Brian Pillman, Crush, Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown, Sergeant Slaughter, Jim Neidhart, and Bob Backlund. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. I figured I wouldn't have to worry. What are you going to do with it? Spot show, man. <laughs> you know, I, I had Terry Funk listed on my short list, but now I kind of want to see what you do here. <laughs> so shall we determine um, who is not getting booked? Yes. Let's 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 play the music, Charlie. This is you are not getting booked. <laughs> so right. I I'm on the solely page. I'm on the SmackDown Hotel page, so. Okay. So from the Sully page, Barry Horowitz, The Sultan, Bart Gunn, Sparky Plug, Aldo Montoya, Leaf Cassidy, mm-hmm. Tom Pritchard, the aforementioned Tom Brandy, as Sal Sincere, T.L. Hopper, oh. Alex the Pug Porto, Unfortunately, no, Tracy no. Smothers gets left off as Freddie Joe Floyd. Oh, Barry Windham, Fake Razor, Terry Gordy in a mask, um, whoever Achium Albright is, Curtis Hughes, um, Tiger Jeet Singh Jr., all of Los Bariquas, mm-hmm. The oh, Patriot. Oh, Del Wilkes. Oh, shit. Well, he's, he's not getting booked, so you can pick him up as a free agent. I just don't have a place for him. I wish I at all. <laughs> Tony Atlas, Brackus, Scott Taylor, Tiger Ali Singh, who I think is Tiger Jeet Singh, mm-hmm. Scott Putsky, The Headhunters. Oh, wow. I forgot they were in. All of the DOA, The Great Sasuke. Um, I think that's it from this page that I can see. El Torito. Now you're going to need somebody for Max Mini. I got someone for Max Mini. Is that who's squashing Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> no. i got to lay my right. Man, um, I'm just thinking if I want to... Oh, Steve Blackman? Is it too late to take the Headhunters? No. no. I want the Headhunters. Headhunters have been picked up off of waivers. Chris, who um is missing uh, the oh. show today off of the... Uh, uh, SmackDown Hotel page. Realistically, I mean, it's, it's like Steve Carino, Sonny, Terry Reynolds, uh, Brooklyn Brawler, um, Agula, Paul Bearer, uh, Pat Patterson, Michael I'll Carter. take Paul Bearer to go with Taker. There you go. Uh, Kevin Kelly, um, Linda McMahon, uh, JR, uh, Kama Mustafa. Uh, I might pick up Kama off of waivers. Howard Finkel, Hardy's. And that is it. Can I take the Hardys? Uh, sure. All right. Okay. So, with that said, we're going to go to break. We're going to draft our cards, or we're going to build our cards, hold a special draft off-air that we'll talk about when we come back. I think we should do it on-air. No, because it's going to take so long. Ah, yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it during this break. Listen to some commercials. You are listening to The A Show on CKCC Radio. 
It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash anhonorablepod. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev. And my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try on a scale point twenty five to 5 being the best. We talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with everyday people. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. I'm Jason. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of the Non North Sports Podcast. We're the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the non Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. We are back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Matt, Chris, and Ed from Pod Van Dam, who, by the way, is very good at consistently marketing himself as Ed from Pod Van Dam. Yeah, yeah. So Ed gave me his email to add him on Skype, and I was like, huh, it has to do with Pod Van Dam. His Twitter has to do with Pod Van Dam. <laughs> like, that's his thing, and that's cool. It's mostly Pod so Van Dam ever a- has, has to know, like, my shoot name. <laughs> like, Whoa, Pod should Van I edit out your name? shoot name then? Like, no, because, no, that isn't my shoot name. You didn't oh. say it earlier. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're fine. His actual name is Jeremiah Miller. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so... Well, we were off the air and the quickest commercial break, because unlike Mike Skyros, we all booked our cards during the break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we decided that we were going to have the supplemental draft on the air. So there's going to be a bonus poll. And this is just for bragging rights. What we're doing, we are all of the same musical taste, the three of us. And, same, and roughly the same age. Yeah. Um, 
by, by the time this comes out, I'll be in my final week of my 30s. I, I'm an old man, but I, I, I know I'm older than Chris. I'd imagine I'm older than that, too, if I had to guess. Uh, yes. Okay. So we are going to book a five-band Warp Tour-style tour, each of us. And we're going to have a supplemental poll for bragging rights as to who you think booked the best concert. We will draft in the same order that we drafted for for 1997 WWF. So that means, Ed, you're up. Woo! All right, first band is a band I'm going to see in Pittsburgh in a couple weeks. I'm very excited. It's Less Than Jake. No, you're picking Less Than Jake first? I am shocked. Yeah, yeah isn't that <laughs> shocking? <laughs> Trust me, all these picks very shocking. <laughs> I'm sure you'll all be just as surprised when I say that Rancid <laughs> is my first pick. Uh, equally uh, shocking, No Effects is my first pick. Really? Yes. Yeah. They were so mean to Under Oath. <laughs> What? Fuck Under Oath. They were so mean to Under Oath. <laughs> Bullying those poor Christian boys. <laughs> All he wanted to do is have a Bible study. Nope, Pat Mike couldn't let it happen. Pat Mike um, can't let most things happen. Yeah, he is like, he's just a miserable person. <laughs> um, Second band I'm going to pick, Pierce the Veil. Okay. Not the direction I thought you were going to go in. <laughs> but I will go with no doubt for my second band. Uh, my, my second band is the Murphys. Okay. You remember when Gwen Stefani had a horn section? Yeah, it was like 1996. Before she fired him off. I still can't wait for, um, what's his name's, uh, who's that dude? I forget his name already. Um. Thanks, Miguel Cuddy. Yeah, the, the, the country guy that she married. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I still am anxiously awaiting his dance hall album. <laughs> it's going to be good. So we go to Ed for his third pick. All right. Uh, third pick is Say Anything. All right. Wow. Okay. To make sure I get them before Chris, I'm taking the Suicide Machines. <laughs> good. I'm uh, going to lose this poll so bad. <laughs> I am taking the Reuniting Specials. Oh, wow. That That's good. I thought about this. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Jack's mannequin. Oh, my God. Dude, 2008 Warped Tour was so fucking dope. <laughs> it's like my favorite year ever. It was so fun. I think 2008, until we went a couple of years ago, was the last one that I went to for a very long time. Oh, my God. That one was just so perfect. There was, like, I, every band I wanted to see was on one stage, and I just sat there drinking vodka all day. It was great. <laughs> With my fourth pick, I'm taking the Street Dogs. I was wondering if you were going to go that route. My next pick is the Vandals. Oh, man. Um, My last pick is the band that changed music forever. It's Cobra Starship. Holy fuck. <laughs> I love Cobra Starship. Bruh. Are they just playing the Snakes Out of Plane song for a half hour? Dude, they played this. Okay, so the thing with when they were on Warp Tour, they played the Snakes Out of Plane song, and also Gym Class Hero of the Sounds and um, the Academy is were all on the same tour, right? 
So yeah. we're all thinking like, oh, cool, they're going to do it, right? Everybody's going to come out. So Jim Class Heroes comes out when it's this part, right? And then the girl from the sounds comes out. And then, but the guy from Academy is, isn't there. And it's because they schedule cover Starship and Academy is at the same time. It's like, dude, they have one song, Kevin, and you couldn't like, <laughs> there's three bands and you couldn't schedule them during this time. You just couldn't fucking do it. Couldn't figure it out, bud. <laughs> well, that's what happens when your entire scheduling plan is pick names from a hat. <laughs> my, my final pick, um, to open, the show will be out of England, the Barstool Preachers. Oh, okay. Uh, my final pick is going to be the Descendants. You have a very early Warp Tour card there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I like. You know, <laughs> if I if I was going to see this tour and I was like, oh, the specials are reuniting, oh, the Descendants, fuck, uh, you know, Dropkick's playing and No Effects is playing, and the Vandals are are the opener. Fuck, man. You know? Dude. The 2008 lineup is insane. <laughs> now I need to look this up and see. All right, there. look, listen to this. I'll just go through. I got it. I got it up right now. The Academy is Amberlynn, As I Lay Dying, Chiodos. Um, what other bands were on that I liked? Modest Yahoo, Motion City Soundtrack, Pennywise, Pierce the Veil, Real Big Fish, Rise Against, Swayze, Against Me, Angels and Airwaves, Cobra Starship, Every Time I Die, Jack's Mannequin, Reliant K, Say Anything, Story of the Year. All time low, all that remains, uh, the color Fred, the Devil Wears Prada, Family Force Five, Mayday Parade, We the Kings, 303. Wow, this is just stacked for me. This is stacked for me. <laughs> I Yo, did go to this one because this was the, main, the fucking Bane were on it. Sky eats airplane. Holy shit. Because let's see. Oh, the Agrolites played a day. <laughs> um, uh, Bouncing Souls, who are terrible live. Um, so bad. I remember seeing the Horror Pops. Um, I remember seeing this was when, oh, we got a really bad thunderstorm, and Pennywise only got to play for like 15 minutes because of it. Um, I remember seeing Every Time I Die. I remember seeing the Street Dogs. Was this also the year that Reggie and the Full Effect played? Um... Maybe they're because, uh, awful live too, but I had a lot of fun. I I love me some Reggie in the full effect. Chris Same. hates Reggie. Yeah, in the this is absolutely the warp tour that was probably like, yeah, maybe I'll sit this one out. But, oh my uh, gosh, this is oh, like yeah. peak warp tour for me. This is it. <laughs> warp tour for me was was five years prior to <laughs> and like fucking Billy Talent played and fucking like uh, the Ataris played and. That was that was that was like the first year Coheed played. Not that I saw Coheed. Okay, yes, this was the year of the thunderstorm because my friend's band played um, a band called Stasis, and we hid under their merch tent <laughs> during the thunderstorm, and then moved their merch tent like to go talk to other people, and <laughs> were very promptly yelled at for moving their, their merch tent. <laughs> was so this is probably the year that Joan Jett played then too. No, Joan Jett I think was oh six or oh seven and I only remember that because people got really mad at me because I started walking away from the main stage when she was playing and people were walking at it and I was like, No guys turn around, it's just Joan Jett <laughs> And the old heads are like, You're such a dick Yeah I was like, guys, get out of here Attack Attack is playing, let's go. What are we doing? For for me, it'll always be that 2003 Warp Tour with Less Than Jake, the Dropkick Murphys, uh, Tsunami Bomb, Ooh. Rancid, Bad Caddies, um, 
Mad Caddies. I remember seeing Brand New, which um, are kind of redacted now. So did you? Um, did you wait, guys Brand- miss? Uh, do you guys miss Scene Girls? Did you not make it to Scene Girls at Warped Tour? Because they're hilarious. Like, they'd all look really nice with their hair, like, real big and makeup at the beginning of the day. And by the end of the day, everything's just ran down and they look awful. It was the greatest experience. Uh, I think I was in that transition stage. <laughs> like, like by 2005, they were there. And I was like, oh, cool. This is what's going on, you know. But we're like, oh, we're going to go uh, – Want something else, and then by 2006, they're like, "Yeah, the offspring is playing," you know. But then I got like, I had to go to the medical tent because I swallowed too much dirt, and I was like, "I'm getting old at 21." <laughs> you may have met my brother in the medical tent during the offspring because he got his nose rebroken in their pit. Yeah, I remember and, we had a conversation about this. And Mike McColgan from the Street Dogs, who was an EMT, fixed his nose. Um, 2009, I think, was the last one that I went to because that was Flogging Molly, the Ataris, Bad Religion, Less Than Jake, Streetlight Manifesto, and we went to New Jersey, like right where Streetlight's from. Uh, Big D. Oh, there's Millionaires. Yeah, that was the year they got uh, lit cigarettes thrown at them for sure. <laughs> I thought that said the Gaslight Anthem. It says the Good Night Anthem. Was Lars Fredrickson on that tour? Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards? I am looking right now. Because I remember they were on it because I went to – his signing was happening. And he was, like, maybe four feet in front of me walking, like, at to go to his signing. And I was, like, walking to get in line. And there's this giant line we had to, like, go through. And I was like, who were you all waiting to meet? And they're like, Avenged Sevenfold. And I laughed really big. And it's like, that fucker has metal teeth. And Lars Fredrickson uh, laughed really fucking hard. <laughs> apparently he also thought the metal teeth were super funny <laughs> I don't see Lars on this list uh, Left Alone played I, they're pretty good um, the last one I went to I think was 2019 20, no like maybe 2017 with the Ataris Save Ferris uh, we saw the Street Dogs we saw Big D in the Kids Table I thought that a moth was something much worse than a moth and turned my face to avoid it. <laughs> and um blacked out for a split second because it was like 95 degrees and I didn't have enough water with me. Oh, look, Broken Side played this one that I'm looking at. Ugh. They're terrible. The worst. <laughs> so just to recap, because I talked about Broken Side, that's enough to make me stop. Yeah. Um my tour is Rancid, No Doubt, The Street Dogs, The Suicide Machines, and The Barstool Preacher. Um, my my tour is No Effects, Dropkick Murphys, uh, The Specials, um, The Descendants, and The Vandals. Mine is Less Than Jake and a bunch of bands for them to bully. Uh, <laughs> Pierce the Veil, <laughs> Say Anything, Jack's Mannequin, and, and Cobra Starship. All right. <laughs> so, what? What you be just now? went like, really punk with it, and I I did not. I was just like, no, 2008 with flat ironed hair and skinny jeans. I was too fat for skinny jeans. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what we will do now is we are going to begin revealing our cards. And, Ed, you drafted first, so you go first. Okay, so this is going to be uh, – a WWF house show from the Gundarine on Cleveland, Ohio. We still have commentary, though, because some things are going to happen at it, so it's taped because, like, some things are going to have to air, right? 
And my commentary team is Gorilla Monsoon and Jim Cornette. Fuck, dude, I should have used my wild card and taken Bobby Heenan. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> not thinking. Okay, so show's going to open up with Mr. Monday Night Rob Van Dam versus Savio Vega. And uh, Rob Van Dam is going to pick up the win and keep that Mr. Monday Night gimmick going, right? Uh, second match in. Jake Roberts, very high on cocaine versus Max Mini. Um, I'm just, <laughs> Come again? Yeah, Jake Roberts off his tits on crack uh, versus Max Mini. So this is like beyond the mat, like when they're like, next time we caught up with Jake, he was on crack. And he had actually went to the Gundarina to have his yeah. match Max Mini. And I'm not uh, – a very moral promoter, and I'm going to offer Jake Crack to get pinned here. <laughs> Next, he's going to punch him in the balls. DDT him one two three. Jake's going to come back. We're going to give him some crack. So don't worry, Jake's going to be fine with it. Third match on the card. We got Jeff Jarrett coming out. Wait, third match on the card. What was the first match on the card? RBD versus Savio. Oh, I got, I got so carried away. <laughs> Jake Roberts on Crack wrestling match. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Jeff Jarrett comes out. Starts running his mouth. It's his, his same tired ass heel shtick. Uh, and then comes out a, uh, a very big man named Sid. Bell rings, big boot, power bomb. One, two, Sid says no, picks him back up. Another power bomb. One, two, Sid says no, picks him back up. <laughs> Another power bomb. One, two, three, Sid wins, picks Jeff Jarrett up. Another power bomb. Um, Jeff Jarrett also shakes his pants. You couldn't have done that to Bob Backlund? No, Jeff Jarrett shifts his pants in his all-white gear that looks like uh, New Mexico stuff. You know what I mean? Remember when he wore that? Oh, God. He shifts himself. Um, Hold on. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I need things explained to me. Yeah. So, New Mexico. Yeah. What? I don't get it. He would wear – he came back, and he wasn't like Jeff Jarrett with the the, the little stripe suspenders, right? He yeah. wore a full, like, singlet. And it was like white, orange, and teal, and oh, it was yes, like yes, Native yes. American New Mexico yes, stuff. Yes, yes, okay, yeah. all right. And everyone all right. hated. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. So our next match, uh, an up and coming tag team, Jeff and Matt, the Hardy Boys, are going to be taking on the Headhunters, and I'm going to tell the Headhunters go out there and take some liberties, boys, and they're just going <laughs> to beat the shit out of these two. Uh, it's going to be pretty violent, and the Headhunters are going to win. <laughs> Then we got an intermission because it's 97 house show in Cleveland. I'm assuming I'm in the audience. I'm going to need to go get snacks. I'm just a little boy at this time. Um, <laughs> we come back and we have a championship match for the European championship. The British Bulldog will be defending against Yoko Zuna. And to give the crowd something special because I'm in it and I love the European title, I'm going to put Yoko Zuna over beating British Bulldog. We got a new European champion. Whoa, title change. Yeah, he's just going to put his big old ass right on Bulldog from that middle rope and just squash him. Uh, it's going to be a quick one. Yoko's not going to have to do a lot, you know, because it's Yoko at his worst. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to worry about the more the, the morbidly obese part of Yoko. We're just going to – a title change, and then we can figure it out from there. So next up, uh, New Age Outlaws come out. They do their shtick. Uh, everybody loves it. And out come the headbangers. 
and uh, it's 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 nineteen ninety seven, and I know the Headbangers had a little tag title run, but like they lose a lot. So New Age Outlaws definitely going over with that dope spike pile driver that they did for a while. Mm. Um, up next is a match that uh, right when I picked. Well, couldn't, uh, man, I really wanted I really wanted Taka versus Ray. Um, <laughs> so what I have in its place is Hayabusa versus Vader, and they're gonna go out there and beat the shit out of each other, right? Or I'm gonna say, tell them like, boys, it's like Japan, just go out there and do what you need to. And we're gonna put Hayabusa over as like a thank you for FMW for letting us use them, and Hayabusa gets a big win over a big name in Japan that isn't really working in Japan, so it doesn't really hurt Vader or any. Everybody's happy. Uh, Semi main. The artist formerly known as Gold Dust versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, it's going to be your classic, like, late 90s Austin walking brawl, right? Just beat, beat the shit out of each other all around the arena. And it's uh, it's 97, so Stone Cold Steve Austin's going over. You know, i got to get him ready. Okay, and our main event for the Intercontinental Championship, Mankind versus Owen Hart. So Owen comes out first, heals on the crowd. Man- Mankind comes to come out. And Owen meets him and says, this match isn't happening. And meets him on the ramp. Microphone in the head. Boom, boom, boom. Owen beats him up. Throws him back behind the, the curtain. Comes out and says, this isn't happening. I'm not defending my title tonight. When all of a sudden, Dude Love's music hits. Dude Love comes out. Dude Love and Owen, they have their, like, in, the, in 97, they were having, like, this comedy match on house shows that involved um, a big trash bag full of popcorn used as a weapon. Okay. Like a sledgehammer shot, right? Right down on Owen, and yeah. Owen would sell it. Like, it hurt really bad, and he would do, like, snow angels in the popcorn. <laughs> nice. So the big popcorn spot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, eventually, Owen makes a comeback. Uh, locks uh, Dude Love in the sharpshooter. Dude Love gets the ropes, but, like, his, he, he crawls out of the ring. Owen chases him out of the ring, puts in a sharpshooter on the outside, right? He's going for that count out. But uh, Dude Love keeps crawling and crawling and trying to get away and eventually gets under the ring, right? Owen looks under the ring, can't find Dude Love anywhere. Uh, then, all of a sudden, Cactus Jack music plays. Cactus Jack comes out from under the ring. Cactus Jack just goes on a big old, like, kick-ass spree. Beats shit out of Owen Hart. Double-arm DDT. One, two, three. New Intercontinental Champion, Cactus Jack. Right? Everybody's stoked. Everybody's happy. Uh, but then the referee, he says, no, 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 that popcorn's illegal. You can't use popcorn as a weapon. This isn't a hardcore match, right? We got rules here. There's rules. So your winner by DQ, still our final champion, Owen Hart. But Cactus Jack drops both those fools with double arm DDT, sends crowd home happy. I'd be happy. Not bad. Not bad at all. Nice, uh, dusty finish there. Yep. And... You, you may see um, some elements of that on my card. Right. So we are at the Stabler Arena in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania for a house show that is airing on Blue Ridge Cable Channel 13. <laughs> Why? I don't know. They just decided <laughs> to make a, a local deal with the cable company that is actually an hour away and does not service Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to start this off hot. Making um, his way to the ring to begin the show. Because even though heels should come out first, when it's the opener, the babyface can come out first, and that's okay. It is Flash Funk. And he is going one-on-one with Brian Christopher. To, to kick things off. 
Oh, the Funkettes coming out. The Funkettes are not there. It's a house show. Well, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I went because I won tickets off WZZO. <laughs> and I got to see Flash Funk defeat Brian Christopher in eight minutes with a 450 in the opener because it's 1997 and no one keeps track of that back then. <laughs> we move on to match number two as the Truth Commission, in this case, Recon and Sniper, accompanied to the ring by Kurgan and the Jackal, take on the team of Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. This is a Nitro match, if there was ever a Nitro match. <laughs> okay. So this goes eight minutes. The crowd is very bored, but that's okay. <laughs> um, Furness and LaFon look like they have things wrapped up. Jackal hops up on the apron, distracts Tim White, who is refing. I just picked a name at random. I didn't draft a ref. <laughs> Behind the ref's back, Kurgan comes in, beats up Furnace and Lafon, hits them with something, and Recon and Sniper pick up the win. That's about eight minutes. Okay. About seven minutes too long. <laughs> but that's okay, because we're about to pick things up, because we're going to have a dangerous hoss fight. Nice. A dangerous, careless hoss fight as Blackjack Bradshaw takes on Ahmed Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yes. Yes. So, these two, they're not safe. (laughs) (laughs) And it's basically non-safety for about 10 minutes until they fight to the back in a double DQ. Or, I'm sorry, double count out. As they are legitimately throwing live rounds at each other up the entranceway (laughs) because one of them stiffed the other by accident and then they just decide to beat the fuck out of each other for real. Match number four, our first half-main event, sees The Undertaker with Paul Bearer take on the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. Mm. And this is a very standard 1997 Undertaker match. Uh, Shamrock works heel. Uh, he um, tries to do some of his MMA stuff on Taker. Maybe where Taker gets the idea years later. Who knows? <laughs> but in this case, Taker ultimately comes out on top with the tombstone in 12 minutes. Intermission, go get your snacks. Go get your $25 Bret Hart t-shirts at the concession <laughs> stand right now. <clears throat> and you can take your time coming back because... Well, actually, you're probably not going to because Bethlehem's own, the blue chipper, Rocky Maivia, is going one-on-one with Wildman Mark Marrow. The battle of two former Intercontinental Champions. And it's face-on-face, and Rocky, um, the good um, baby face from Bethlehem, straight out of Freedom High School, appeals to the crowd by wearing his Freedom High School jersey (laughs) from when he played football. Um... There's not really a heat segment, but Marrow works aggressive face to almost make a heat segment out of it. But that's okay, because Rocky gets the running shoulder breaker for the pin in about 10 minutes, takes a walk around the ring, and shakes literally everyone's hand on the way out of the building. Oh. <laughs> that's why the second half is only three matches, because that takes 20 minutes for him to greet everybody. Our semi-main is something that I think Ed wanted to have in Cleveland this night, but I have it in Bethlehem. As Rey Mysterio Jr. takes on Takamichinoku. 
and this is everything that you could imagine that it is. Um, Taka is working like 97 ECW Kayentai heel. And the crowd is just irate. They remember seeing him. At, I, they were barely legal, correct? Yeah. Which I'm sure made all the ECW regulars who didn't get booked very happy. <laughs> Rob Van Dam comes out. He's like, you know, Rob Van Dam, I'm, I'm so mad that he got a show. I had to wrestle Lance Storm. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> so Ray wins with that sweet uh, Rana into the into the roll up gimmick that he does. I, you know, working for Chikara for three years, you think I know all the names of these lucha moves? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay, because 12 minutes, uh, Toreador. Um, after 12 minutes, Rey Mysterio picks up the win. And your main event for the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Titles, the challengers are D-Generation X, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H with China, taking on Hawk and Animal, the Legion of Doom. Oh, badass. So, this is a title change. Ooh. You son of a bitch. <laughs> DX wins the titles in 10 minutes. Um, this is after, again, a little bit of cheating and a low blow on Hawk, and then he eats sweet chin music. DX is celebrating with the titles, and while they're celebrating, Hawk and Animal get back to their feet, hit the Doomsday device on Michael's, to send the crowd home happy, even though there's the title change. And the crowd leaves while Shawn Michaels is laying in the middle of the ring, still chewing his gum, but unconscious. Oh. <laughs> and I always say that because one time I went to a wrestling challenge or superstars taping in this very building where they where they ran that finish without a title change. But Michaels was managing Diesel and yeah. took a razor's edge after the match and laid there chewing his gum until he got rolled out of the ring. And at the house show I was at, he uh, managed Triple H in a casket match against The Undertaker and then berated a woman uh, for being fat after the show on the microphone to the point where her husband was trying to uh, get over the railing to fight her. I think he told her to get her fat ass in her fat car and drive to her fat home. He seemed pretty <laughs> out of it. <laughs> he seemed pretty wow. fucked up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's insane. Yes, it's wild. Uh, I have a I have an Ohio question, by the way. Ed. Yeah. All right. Um. I and I I do understand that uh, Ohio is a big state, and you you are and you are in the, you are in the the Cleveland Akron metro. Yes. yes. Okay. Um. And Cincinnati is very far away. Mm-hmm. But um. Have you ever have you ever have you ever been to Cincinnati? I actually speaking of warp tours, the last couple warp tours I went to. I went to Cincinnati because I had a friend that moved down there, and I liked their venue better than where they moved it to Cleveland after the Tower City Amphitheater shut down. Uh, so is the, the popular thing in there is they throw what? Uh, they throw chili and cheese on everything in Cincinnati. Is that accurate? Or specifically, is that specifically spaghetti noodles, like chili on spaghetti. I don't get it. It's not us up here. I don't understand. It's very weird. That is very weird. I- I'm that, not that, sure I understand. Cincinnati is basically Kentucky, and I think it's one of the most disgusting places I've ever been in my life. 
I wish Whoa. Kentucky would take it. Whoa! Like I, I love, take, I, I love take. Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is so gross. So, if my former manager from work does listen to this, though, I doubt she does. She grew up in Cincinnati, and I will just say those are the views of Ed from Pod Van Dam, and not necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily listen, those of the A Show or CKCC Radio. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the Cleveland Browns at all, right? I'm a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but I did go. My only football game I ever went to was a Browns game, just specifically to yell shit at Bengals fans. <laughs> what are they so proud of? They've never done. They've never accomplished anything. They would like go ten and six, and then choke in the first round of the playoffs. They were fucking terrible. They'd go eight and eight and make the playoffs. And talk shit. Bengals fans are the worst. You leave Andy Dalton alone. <laughs> I think the entire NFL is trying to leave Andy Dalton alone. <laughs> <laughs> Except for oh, Dak Prescott. <laughs> well, no, now he's a bear. Um. All right. All right. Enough shenanigans. All right. So from the Robbinsville High School <laughs> in Robbinsville, Minnesota, comes the special uh, Rick Rude uh, retirement show. That's what I want to say. At least, at least it's not at West Point this time, like Ricky uh, Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat was born in West Point, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it's just that Again, the Lloyds of London thing, uh, they let him off for this one match, and it's going to be in our main event as he takes on WAF champion Bret Hart in what could what will be Rickard's final match where he could win the WAF title and retire on top as champion. But first, we have, a, we have an undercard. So our first match here in Robbinsville is uh, former uh, – Tag team champion with Bret Hart, uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart, will be taking on the Supreme Fighting Machine, Kama Mustafa. What a fucking banger. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> and, and I know what you're thinking, Chris. Heel versus heel match. I know. I get it. Uh, but uh, Kama Mustafa was lucky to be on this show. He was originally not booked. But it seems like there was a lot of guys that didn't uh, – that couldn't make it out to this card. So Kama got on, got on here and, uh, you know, he's like, you got a spot for me? I'm not <laughs> booked. And, uh, they're like, yeah, we'll put you on against Jim Neidhart, you know, the and, the and. <laughs> I sold 30 <laughs> tickets. Can I <laughs> Yeah. So Kama comes out here as a member of the nation of domination. And Jim Neidhart comes out here as a, a white guy from, Canada? Is he from Canada? No, he's from Florida. Yes, yeah, Nevada. <laughs> he just married a Canadian. I know. So that makes him like half Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kama comes out here, and he and he flips off Jim Neidhart, and uh, he's angry at him. Why? Because uh, I, it's the opening match, so he's trying to uh, trying trying to get some heat. So Jim Neidhart channels his inner baby face, even though he's uh, a heel currently. And uh, they they square off, and they have uh, a mean guy match. And uh, Kam Mustafa ends up picking him up, giving him the pimp drop, which at the time was not the pimp drop. It was uh, simply a uh, fisherman fisherman's uh, fisherman's carry uh, uh, drop. 
and uh, beats Jim Neidhart in 11 and a half minutes. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, the, the crowd was uh, into it for about a minute. And uh, so. That so, is so uh, much Jim Neidhart against <laughs> <laughs> So coming out, uh, another legend of the, the local scene. We have Sergeant Slaughter making his way out to the ring. You know, while they're playing taps or whatever the fuck he came out to. Taps is da-da-da, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that he shows up and they're like, we don't have the Marine Corps song, but we do have taps. <laughs> it's like, that's good enough, yeah. So then he puts out another another American in uh, Mark Henry, who uh, comes out to... Taps. I know. <laughs> He comes out to freaking, uh, I don't know, uh, proud to be an American or something like that. When Kama stops him, Kama stops him that way through, and he goes, don't let this, this jackass t- take, uh, take any shit from you, and he gives him the, uh, he gives him the Nation of Domination, uh, hat that he had, and Mark Henry at that real point realizes I've been fighting for the wrong team. So he goes in and sees Sergeant Slaughter. And he just beats the shit out of him. And the Sarge is an old man by this point. Uh, but Mark Henry is really young and really green. So Mark Henry fucking squashed him in like five minutes. And uh, Kama celebrates with Mark Henry in the ring. And everybody's uh, and everybody's really mad uh, because two heels have won now. So uh, at this point, they're joined by their brethren in uh, the Nation of Domination with D'Lo Brown. See the Browns like, all right, I'm uh I'm I'm ready here. We got we got we got our we got our boys uh all ready to go and uh you know let's let's bring out another uh the, the next jerk off that wants to uh try to try to keep us down. That's when uh Mr. Bob Backlund comes out. Mr. Bob Backlund um speaks to young uh D and says, uh son, uh you're you're, you're fucking up. <laughs> you shouldn't be uh, you shouldn't be running with these hooligans. And D'Lo's like, fuck you. <laughs> so then we have a match, Bob Backlund versus D'Lo. And Bob Backlund fucking wrecks him. And Mark Henry and Com are so pissed because they just beat up these other white guys. And, now, <laughs> and uh, don't worry, I'm gonna, this is going to make sense at the end. And uh, then Bob Backlund beats D'Lo, makes him look like a geek, and they're like, damn! And then Sergeant Slaughter and Jim Neidhart join Bob Backlund, but Bob Backlund freaks out and puts the uh, chicken wing on to Jim Neidhart. And Sergeant Slaughter's like, what the fuck are you doing? Bob Backlund freaks out, and uh, they go to the back. <laughs> wow! So, so in, the, in, the, in the first half main, uh, Ken Okabashi takes on Brian Pillman. Um, so this is like Tillman when he's like, you know, he's, uh, he's all crazy and shit and Kobashi when he's just, you know, he's still, he's pretty good now, but he's, he's gonna, he can get better. Uh, but they, they got him on loan. Rick Rude's like, I want someone from Japan. Yeah. <laughs> is that how that went? <laughs> that was a good Rick Rude. Was it? Yeah, I mean, so, I, no, it was really bad. What I'd like um, to have right now is <laughs> for all you travel agent, booking agents to keep the noise down and get Antonio Noki on the phone. 
<laughs> or giant blah blah. There you go. <laughs> giant Baba just answers his phone, very confused. Why is this man yelling at me? <laughs> like I'm gonna retire. <laughs> I want. I want Kobachi. But then Bret Hart said he would defend against Rick Rude, and he's like, I already made the plan for Kobachi to come back. <laughs> And Giant Bob was like, retire? What's that? <laughs> yeah. So, Kenneth Kobashi and Brian Pillman have a match, and they go, like, 15 minutes. Uh, no, they go 20 minute. They go 20-minute Broadway, and uh, they shake hands afterwards, because uh, Brian Pillman has respect. Intermission. During intermission, you can get your picture taken with Rick Rude for $35. <laughs> <laughs> And all of it is going towards the uh, the Robbinsville VFW Hall, uh, where Rick Rude smokes cigars and plays pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, why is this the most realistic show on the? <laughs> <laughs> so, coming back from uh, intermission, we're going to come back hot with six man action. Uh, Chainsaw Charlie and the Godwins could take on Hockey Talk Man Jerry Lawler and Tito Santana. Oh, man. What? <laughs> As you can see, this is where I had a certain guy from Nashville slotted, but uh, <laughs> he, was, he was too busy being powerbombed all day. Till he so, shut his pants. Till he shut his pants. So, Tito Santana filling in for uh, another wrestler hanging out with Honky and Lawler. Who... <laughs> I don't think like each other. Aren't they brothers, maybe? Or something. I think they're cousins. They're cousins. So, we got the, we got him and Tito against Terry fucking and Southern Justice. And, uh, have themselves a very polite six man tag. With lots of, uh, rule following. And, uh, Every once in a while, maybe you'll get a hair pull. Uh, uh, and it goes 25 minutes until Jerry Lawler busts out the fireball. He hits Honky Talk Man in the face with it. He's like, ah, shit. So to make it up, he hits Tito Santana in the face with a fireball. <laughs> and then he walks out of the ring and takes a down. <laughs> To make up for hitting one of his partners with a fireball, <laughs> he hit his other partner with a fireball in the battle of six men, five of which are actually like from the south in Robinsdale, yeah. Minnesota, the like the most northern point in the country. Yeah, and Tito Santana from New Jersey. Yeah, uh, Arriba. Um, so in our um, semi-main. Um, the Nation of Domination come out with Farouk, and Farouk's like, guys, I think we've been uh, staring down the the barrel of the wrong gun for a while. We should we should not be upset at uh, you know our our friends here. Uh, we're all members of the human race, so my tag team partner for the day is Crush. This is DOA Crush. So Crush comes out, and they hug. And Mark Henry hugs and D'Lo hugs and Kama hugs. And uh beautiful moment. Crushes back in the Nation of Domination. Uh and then out walks Big Daddy Cool Diesel and Kane. 
And uh, Kane uh, <laughs> looks funny. It is it is uh, gear. And uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel is, uh, you know, he's he's like, you know, this is a man I can trust. You know, the big red machine. I mean, if you so, can't trust yourself, who can you trust? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what he's talking about. He's, he, he's talking about Kane. <laughs> so Farouk and Crush, the Nation of Domination, take on Big Daddy Cool and Kane, and uh, they uh, they have a uh, a big another big strong guy match, and um, you know they're going back and forth and uh, until Kane and Crush in the middle of the ring, and uh, uh, the lights go off because uh, Kane you know drops his hands and the lights go off. The Comes lights go up. out. So then, comes back up. Kane has unmasked, and it's Brian Lee. <gasps> it's, it's Chains from the DOA who is upset and crush, and hits him with a fireball. <laughs> and and crushes out. And uh, then Diesel goes to the outside, and he gives a jackknife to Farouk and Brian Lee, who he picked up off waivers. And um, <laughs> Very quietly. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he had to get in some way. Uh, he covers Crush for the one, two, three. And uh, this uh, this battle has just begun between members of the DOA. Oh, no. Not, not, not for your main event. Uh, Brett Hitman Hart taking on Ravishing Rick Rude. And Ravishing Rick Rude comes out and he goes, I want all you very in shape uh, great people of Minnesota to be as loud as you can be because it's my last goddamn match. And uh, he takes off his robe, and uh, all the the women in in Minnesota want to want to fuck him. Uh, but he says, "No, I have a match to wrestle." And Bret Hart <laughs> comes out. <laughs> Bret Hart comes out, and he's like, "You know, Rick Rude, you've had a hell of a career." I want to shake your hand. And so Rick Root extends his hand, and then Brett kicks him in the dick. And the match is on, and Bret Hart uh, proceeds to work over Rick Rude and his dick. Uh, he's like, if you're going out, you're not fucking anybody. And, uh, <laughs> so they go 20 minutes, and Bret Hart wins with a sharpshooter. And uh, after the match... Uh, he won't release the sharpshooter and, uh, you know, until Rick Root is broken and busted in the middle of the ring and they have to bring out the ambulance to, to get him away. So, uh, uh, the opposite of everybody going home happy. Um, <laughs> including Rick Root, who, who took the heat with, uh, with an attack on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's one person to attack. It's Rick Roots. I mean, logically, I mean, Bret Hart's a pretty smart wrestler. So, yeah, the, despite the fact that, like, that's like 14 disqualifications if he continues to hit Rick Root in the dick. Well, I mean, abdomen, like, you know the area where you go for, like, uh, a physical? That, like, that's where like, they push down there, the groin, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So like turn your head and cough. Uh, that's kind of like where he kept hitting him. But I mean, like, you know, he's nut tapping every once in a while. 
<laughs> so we 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 turn it over to you, the listeners, now. At the Asia One CKCC is our Twitter, and you can vote for first who had the best uh, Warp Tour lineup, and then also primarily who had the best 1997 WWF card. I just want to let you guys know when you vote for me, you're sending money directly to the Robbinsville uh, VFW uh, to help them smoke more cigars and have a pool league. <laughs> <laughs> they, they want to play nine ball on Thursdays, but they don't have the staffing. Yeah, it's right. So, Ed, tell us, about, tell us about Pod Van Dam. Okay, so Pod Van Dam is a podcast. Um, we I thought you were going to stop there. That was, <laughs> like, Pod Van Dam's a podcast. We, we talk about uh News from Wrestling Twitter, and then we have interviews lately, uh, the last, like, couple seasons, and those have been fun. We've had people on, like, Big Dan Champ and The Boar and, uh, The Undertaker, who was definitely the real Undertaker, and it was not <laughs> Franklin doing that question of The Undertaker. Um, and then Tyler's dad calls in at the end and threatens us lately. That's the most of yeah. Yeah, he is, like, really fired up about something. Yeah, about how we took a week off, and he sent us a voicemail about to meet him in Cleveland at a Sammy Hagar show, which, first of all, never, would never do that. And uh, he's really mad that we didn't get a message that we didn't get, and he's taken it very personally. And he threatened to show up at WrestleRager and uh, kick me and Jake Clemens' ass, but I don't think he did. <laughs> I mean, I mean here I, now you survived clearly. Oh, but there's I'm like, saying, like there's, you don't recall. There's giant parts of WrestleRager I don't recall. It could have happened in in that time, but I feel like Pat would have said something. Fair enough. Uh when, when does that show drop? Um it drops on Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah, Wednesdays. I had to go look. <laughs> He doesn't even know what his own show is. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So next week here on CKCC Radio will be the week for By the Numbers. And next week I have former Ring of Honor television champion Tony Deppin joining the show. Cool, cool, cool. And that is exciting. We'll talk about... um, Matches from when he was just first breaking in of his that I raft will probably put over his new brewery, um, stuff like that, and then talk about matches that he's had recently that I've reft of his with guys like, um, well, actually, God, that Frightmare match was probably 10 years ago now. Oh, shit. <laughs> at, at Noof. Yeah, I remember um, when it was booked. Uh, the last time I worked with him was, uh, he was wrestling Ace Austin at True, so we'll definitely talk about stuff like that. And we'll talk about some other stuff he has coming up. I don't know if um, the next thing I'll probably work of his will be announced yet. Probably not, because that's not until October 8th, being at the Berwick Salvation Army. That will be uh, True Wrestling Supercard 1. And there's lots of big stuff coming there that I don't know if it'll be announced by then. Tickets are now on sale. Uh, because they went on sale this past Friday, Saturday night at True Wrestling in Berwick. This coming Sunday, you can see me at Excite Wrestling in Binghamton, New York. Uh, main event, I believe, is Dan Barry against Evil Uno. Nice. That should be fun. I haven't seen Uno in a very long time, 
So it'd be cool to catch up with him, even though he's now evil. But not really. I mean... He said, some pretty nasty, he said some really nasty shit about Alex Reynolds. Too. Come on. Fair enough. Um, so that's this Saturday at the X in the in the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City, New York. They just announced that they'll be running on November 6th with Sean Carr against Matt Cardona. Oh, so, yes, we were we were letting Adam Van know. Yes. Oh, I, I let Adam know when I was at the last show. Because they announced, I mean, I don't, they hadn't announced he was wrestling car yet, but they announced Cardona would be there in November. Um, also, Chris has a new podcast. Yeah, that I have episodes recorded, but um, getting um, Wi-Fi at a hotel can sometimes be... And But I figured out a way, but I don't want to talk about it on uh, the air. <laughs> <laughs> That is fair enough. So you can check out said talks. Yep. One was really depressing. Oh. Yeah. So I'm not going to release that one. And there are plenty of shows here on CKCC Radio. For you to check out, go to ckccradio.com to hear about those. You can also uh, check out our friends at the soon-to-be-named network. They have a lot of shows. Speaking of the soon-to-be-named network... Chris, it's finally happening. I know. I'm so excited. Two weeks from today, here on on the A-Show, the feud of the summer finally reaches its boiling point. And Brett's going to be here, too. Uh, So if you listen to Add Odds with Wrestling and Final Wrestling Place, you've heard Adam Van, a real wild card of a man, and Tim Taylor go back and forth about their last appearance with, together on this show, which Adam won. Yes, he did. By, I, if I recall, a very narrow margin as well. I'd have to go back on the Twitter machine pretty far, and I'm I'm just not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That, and I was asking you to do that, so I wouldn't have to do it. But Adam has decided to to gloat a little bit about this, and it's really raising Tim's ire. So, two weeks from now, here on the A-Show, it'll be one-on-one-on-one. Chris and I are just moderating this one. Sometimes I just like moderating, because then I do get to ask the questions, and I I love being uh, uh, doing that. And if we had five people drafting, we'd be here for a week. (laughs) No, as you said. So it's going to be Adam Van from At Odds with Wrestling against Tim Taylor from Final Wrestling Place against Brett from We Need Wrestling. And they are drafting 2000 WCW. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's finally happening. Oh, man. Couldn't have, couldn't have picked for a better time. Couldn't have a better place. That's right. And... Tim wanted to do it right back at the scene of the crime, as he calls it, the first time. <laughs> and, like, Adam has suggested that we were going to start a show called The B Show for people like Tim who don't win. <laughs> um, I may have purchased an Orange Cassidy action figure off of Tim, or off of Adam, which caused Adam to put a picture of the two of us in front of his house on the internet, saying that we weren't colluding at all, which obviously we weren't. <laughs> um, but but shots were fired 
And I have an Orange Cassidy figure now, so so that's all good. Ed, you're a controversial figure on Twitter. <laughs> if people want to read your controversial tweets about Scott Hall, where can they find you? Uh, hear me make fun of Scott Hall's – read me make fun of Scott Hall's alcoholism at, at PodVanEd. Also, give me all your hate for my work tour picks. <laughs> I'll defend all those bands to the death. I mean – you, there's probably a good number of people that are like, you know, Pierce the Veil. They're a, they're, they're a hell of a good, uh, they're 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 good uh, folk. You yeah, know? There's, I, there's less than you'd think. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never <laughs> taken time out to look them up. <laughs> different times, man. Different times. Like my time is like early 2000s drive through, and third wave ska. And all the mind's like, mine's like side one dummy, yeah. <laughs> and, and the sla- and um the slackers, so I can't believe you didn't draft. Uh they weren't gonna be a good fit for the war tour. Uh I want I wanted I wanted heavy I wanted to win this time, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well you couldn't tell from your card. Um <laughs> No, people are gonna love my card. It's like fuck uh the Jerry Lawler's at his peak. Ugh. I mean, that's a lie, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in 1997, Jerry Longer's at his peak of something. Oh, something. Peak of something. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Maybe he could draft Steve Allen. <laughs> and he could just do his WrestleMania 6 gimmick all over again. I literally sat down and watched WrestleMania 6 with Vince the other day. It was great. Like, I was like, here, check it out. It's, uh, Rick Martel versus, uh, Check out Coco. That's it. Bird, bird, bird. <laughs> bird, 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 bird. Um, so go to the Twitter, yell at Ed. Um, <laughs> by the way, other podcasts, you can check out Irish Cab and Rick with the Hooligans of Hops. You can check out Not Another Sports Podcast with Jason and David. They should have a new episode out today. Um, <clears throat> ooh, excuse me. There will also be a new, um, oh, my God, what is their other show called? Viewer's choice. Tim and Mark. Ah, yes, yes, Viewer's yes. choice. Because last night was all out. It was great. Oh. Well, yeah. Last night was all out. It was oh, a great yeah. show. Oh, because we're, we're recording yeah. this. Yeah, I'm yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, get, I get things. Happy Labor Day, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Amelia put out a podcast, and he is ranking his 30 favorite wrestlers. And if you actually want, like, takes from me when it comes to wrestling... Like if you if you actually have any kind of interest in hearing what I have to say about uh, guys, uh, check out O'Mealy's, uh rankings podcast because uh, I give my my thoughts on O'Mealy's, uh shit. And you hear that here on CKCCRadio.com. Ed, thank you. This has been everything I've expected and more. <laughs> thank you for having me on. I love doing drafts. <laughs> thank um, you, Ed. Full disclosure, I did not listen to the Pod Van Dam draft. I will have to go back and check that one out. Oh, that's right. That's fine. I got I got uh I got cheated out of it anyway, so Oh. <laughs> yeah. You sound like Adam might sound in two weeks when um, <laughs> when when Brett ultimately beats everybody. Oh, Decker's gone. He hung up. So for Chris Decker <laughs> and for ever Ed. Uh, my name is Matt. This has been the A Show. We will see you next time. Mm-hmm.